Yeah, what's good? It's your boy, SB Report 706. This can be podcast. Today we have the usual suspects. Damn, I can't talk suspects. El Chapa, Marcus Sniffles, and Love Killer Trey. What's going on, y'all? All right, because none of y'all motherfuckers are here. So I'm going to be here solo, dolo. If you're up right now, you're probably holy and faithful. Uh, ready to listen to this Christian value-based podcast, and I appreciate y'all's support. So since I'm by myself, I'm actually eating. I'm eating right now, so coming to you live from an undisclosed location. Shout out to homies and the homies. So while I'm eating, what I'm going to do is because I really don't have no topics. Well, I do, but I ain't really organized on today. But, you know, we am going to get you this content regardless. So <clears throat> I'm going to go through my bookmarks on Twitter real quick. All right. The first egregious thing I've seen on Twitter this week was your girl is Zoya Banks. Now, I don't know if this is real or not, but apparently your girl, um, she, she's like butt booty naked, like painted up with her uh, vaginal meat out uh, along with her. Yeah. So the, the thing that people caught about this picture was her big ass feet. Like she got feet like that girl from uh, the Proud family. I don't know what her name is, but. She had big old boat feet. I'm like, yo, y'all don't see like her, her, her like uh, vaginal meat hanging out between her legs, but y'all gonna focus on the feet. But yeah, that's nasty and seems unsanitary, but whatever. I mean, let her do what she do. I mean, she was like, uh, I don't know, didn't she like break into Elon Musk's house or something like that, like some wild shit? But yeah, that's yikes. Big fucking yikes. All right, the next thing I got is Pastor Wilson. So what I learned with the Pastor Wilson situation is be careful what you ask for. Because I saw Pastor Wilson trending on the timeline, like, uh, Pastor Wilson, oh, the church is going to be full this Sunday, Pastor Wilson, Pastor Wilson, Pastor Wilson. And I was like, yo, somebody linked me to that Pastor Wilson video. And somebody did. I clicked on the Twitter page and I immediately regretted asking for that page. Like, like all I saw, like the first thing that popped in my head was like tongue emoji, like a huge tongue emoji. Like, and I honestly wish I had some some women on the podcast to kind of critique his uh, technique. But there's a couple ladies on my TL that uh, thought he was actually putting in some work. So I mean, if the good pastor down there speaking in tongues, you know, he's trying to touch the flock. You know, he's trying to bring us closer to to the Lord's light. You know. And if that's how he gets down, you know, I can't disrespect that. Like, I've never been to, you know, pastoral college or I don't know what I name. I don't know what they teach. Like, I mean, at least he's not, like, sleeping with kids. So moving on, Mo- moving right along. Pastor Wilson, shout out to you. I think KJ goes to that church, to be honest. But uh. so one thing that we, we plan on talking about, but again, nobody else is here but me holding it down. Is that I kept seeing these these tweets about uh, Allison Felix uh, because she broke Usain Bolt's gold medal record only uh, ten months after giving birth, and like all these stupid ass people on Twitter, like oh the fastest woman on earth or the fastest person on earth is a black woman, and like mad people retweeted, and I'm like yo, first of all that's 100 percent not true. 
like I get what she's doing. I respect uh, what she's doing as far as like the women athletes. I believe we talked about this on the podcast before, but like, do y'all not realize how fast Usain St. Leo Bolt is? You don't think that if a woman was faster than Usain Bolt, that that would not be like world news? Like, and I've said this before about Twitter. I love Twitter, but I hate it at the same time because it's just filled with so many stupid ass people. It, it doesn't make any sense. So the, the next thing that I kind of want to argue with Marcus about, and you can let me know what you think too, at SP Report 706, is that somebody tweeted that Alex, Allison Felix, Simone Biles, and Serena Williams, the best athletes of this era are black women. So this this is this is where I got into it with Marcus in our group chat. My first thing is like how do you define an era? First of all, like actually let me google that right now. What is an era? By definition, one of the definitions of era is a long and distinct period of history with a particular feature of characteristics. Okay. That's fair. Cool. All right, bet. So even with that set being said, this person and Marcus, I think, agrees that Allison Felix, Simone Biles, and Serena Williams are the best athletes of this era, which I strongly disagree with. Strongly disagree with. Now, they may be the most successful in their sport or craft. Cool. But that does not make you the best athlete, period. And the argument that Marcus was using is that I think he said like Simone Biles is like the, like Michael Jordan of gymnastics as far as like her accolades, which is fine. But winning accolades and being the best athletes are two different things. Uh, the homie Max Kellerman, you know, hashtag Max Kellerman Hive, he, he had a good argument this point, we used to be used we used to be on ESPN LA, uh, probably the best radio show uh, ESPN has ever produced. But his point about the best athlete was, if aliens showed up to Earth today, like at this very moment, say, "Hey, in order to fight for this planet, we're going to do a series of, of competitive athletic activities, and I need you to bring me your best athletes." So. I could maybe argue maybe Simone Biles just because what she can do with her body is unreal <clears throat> as far as like how she can control it, contort it, and do all those athletic gymnastic things. But I'm, I'm not bringing them Allison Felix, <clears throat> excuse me, and I'm probably not bringing them Serena Williams, right? Like the, the first person that comes to my head and the first person that I used was LeBron James. Like LeBron James, the freak of nature. Like I don't, I don't think there's much that LeBron cannot do athletically or physically. You know what I'm saying? Like that. That's kind of my my benchmark for athletes. I mean, even if we we bring it back and tie it back around, what I spoke about earlier. Like Usain Bolt is a way better athlete than Allison Felix. Like let's let's not let's not be disrespectful. And, and part of the reason that she broke Usain Bolt's gold record is because part of it is a. Uh, his track team or his relay team, uh, they got disqualified for doping. So 
I mean, that's something that Usain Bolt didn't have any control over. And I'm sure if Usain Bolt still want to be competitive, he could be and still be, you know, successful, even though I think he lost the 100 in a world tournament to, I think, Justin Gatlin. But, you know, it is what it is. But, you know, let me know what you think about that. I, I just don't. And again, I'm not trying to disrespect black women. I'm try, not trying to disrespect women in general. But I mean, there's a reason that there is a NBA and a WNBA and a women's track team and a men's track team. And, you know, you know, there's not really a major venue for women's football because men and women are built differently. Have are, Well, men are, for the most part, stronger than women, which I think plays into being more athletic. Another counter argument I have with Marcus saying that, you know, Simon, Bi <clears throat> Simon, Simone Biles, I'm sorry, no disrespect. Simone Biles is the doing things like Michael Jordan in her career field. So with that same logic, does the Michael Jordan of ping pong all of a sudden become the best athlete of this era? Or, you know, the, the Michael Jordan of darts, do, does that person become one of the best athletes of this area because of their accolades? No, that's... That's not true at all. They're just really good at one thing. And again, I know it's not an apples, apples comparison, but I'm, I'm just saying that I, I don't I don't really think that you're, you're really understanding the definition of athlete. Accolades, sure, that's fine. But as far as being an athlete, can't rock with that. Cannot rock with that. So again, Congratulations to black women holding it down. You know, I like to see that black excellence, but yeah, I'm not rocking with that take at all. So, you know, you let Marcus know what he thinks, let you know what I think. And, uh, you know, we can let that, let that move along. So let's see what else we got. So apparently I guess they found a lady that was in the Pastor Wilson video. I guess this pastor, like, I question that he's not even a real pastor. Like, he he's, like, cursing and stuff like that. But, I mean, he has some valid points. Like, and I'll probably, like, put the clip before the episode if I'm not too lazy. Actually, I'm probably not going to. But he pretty much was like, hey, I'm a pastor. I like sex. Like, at least I'm being upfront. He's actually kind of like the, uh, I guess, the Donald Trump of pastors. Or the 45. Sorry, his name is banned on this podcast. But... I mean, he's keeping it a buck. He's like, yo, like, we can't act like pastors don't have sex. Like, they're not, they're not like, what are those, uh, hmm, he's like a nun or whatever the, the male nun equivalent is. Like, he's still a human. He's still a male. He still has desires and whatnot. But he's just really, really, really upfront and uh, kind of explicit with it. And that's kind of like 45, like. A lot of his base, they just rock with the wild stuff he says. And like, oh, he's not hiding it. You know, he's beat up front. You know, he's better than all these other dishonest, crooked politicians and whatnot. So I, I guess that, I guess that's the thing. I'm, I'm curious to see how attendance is after that tape dropped. And, you know, just make sure, you know, us kings are out here protecting ourselves because you got these uh, scandalous women, you know, violating our trust by recording us in a compromised position. So, you know. To my kings out there, make sure that you're protecting yourself, protecting your, uh, you know, your your intimacy. You know, make sure she uh, locks her camera up before she comes to the room, and also sign an NDA. We can't be out here getting exposed, you know, in these streets with uh, these hussies and these floozies. You know, trying to do anything for clout, but 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What what else were we going to talk about? Uh, let's see. Hmm. Yeah, I'm also doing this podcast on my other laptop because my main laptop decided to die. So that was terrible. But, you know, good thing I had a backup one. Yeah. Apparently, Kanye West's album is dropping uh, next week or this week. It's called, like, Jesus's... Jesus is king, and apparently he is thinking about getting stopping rapping because it is a uh, fueled by the devil. But I mean, I thought you made Jesus walk, so you're you're never going to hell. So I don't know what that's all that's all about, but we'll we'll see. We'll see. I'm curious how this album goes, but that what's even what's pretty funny and ironic about this is like people are always saying like Kanye West is canceled, but He's got almost 60,000 retweets, 153,000 likes, and 7,000 comments on this album that's supposed to be coming out. So, I mean, it is what it is. So, I mean, those are, even if those were like solid numbers, that'd be a pretty solid release for a almost 40 year old rapper. So, no, I'm not knocking this hustle, but. I mean, I don't know if I'm gonna, uh, yeah, I'm gonna run listen to this one. I, I do rock with Kanye West pretty pretty heavy, so um yeah. I know El Chapo was talking about with like Mike Posner. I don't know if you guys remember Mike Posner, but he made uh he made the song uh shit. I love that song too. Please don't go. Great beat, great production. Um, I guess he rocked walked across America. I know he had a little issue. Like I don't know if he got bit by something or I don't know. Maybe he got bit by a snake, but he was like fucked up for a little while. But she's like asking, like, "Hey, will you guys walk across America?" I'm like, first of all, I'm broke, so nah. Like there, there's really no purpose for my black ass to be walking across America. Like I can barely get by in like states that I live in. Just being like black, so like I can't just be walking around like undocumented in these uh, United States of America because chances are I'll probably get shot or something like that. So hopefully not, but it happens. So, but I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> since we're freestyling here, so um, yeah. I'm trying to figure out what the count of me saying yeah is not that important. Oh, so I don't know if y'all check this out, but apparently in Mississippi, you can Google this. There's been a problem with white people, racist white people, uh, destroying the memorial for Emmett Till. Pretty much, uh, you can Google the pictures, but they like shoot it up with machine guns or pistols. And uh, that's mad disrespectful. So it's gotten to the point now where they had to make a bulletproof sign. Now, now think about that. And in, in a time in America where we've had the civil rights movement, you know, nobody in America is racist. 
nobody can be racist. You know, every time there's an incident with racism, it's a misunderstanding or he was just playing, but we have to make a completely bulletproof sign for the memorial of a kid that was accused of, ooh, like, what was he accused of? I think he was accused of like, uh, and please don't slander me on your history bus, but I think he was accused of like whistling or trying to holler at a white lady and was was killed for it essentially. And if you look at the pictures, they're they're extremely disturbing, and uh, yeah, it's it's disgusting. But yeah, it's it's a shame that something like that has to be done in this this time period. You know, where we have technology and we have the benefit of knowing history and know that things like that aren't right, but still people for whatever re for whatever reason, white people are raising their kids or teaching their kids in a way that like, hey man, like you had the benefit of living in a white supremacist society, whether you, you like it or accept it or not. So I just I just think that's sad. And even though they made it bulletproof, I I imagine that somebody will probably tie like a, a I don't know, like a tractor to it and pull it out the ground or something like that because like it's cool to be wild, disrespectful, and wild racist. So, but you know, we'll we'll see what happens. We will see what happens. So, but yeah, I mean, with me, what's going on? If anybody cares, um, I've been listening to a little bit of music here lately. I've been on YG heavy lately, and I'm I'm very disgusted. And Mark is trying to slander his catalog. Uh, he didn't like for real, for real. And I was like, Doc, for real, for real is hard. Like, it's not, it don't have the same vibe as everything else, but it's got a, a solid six tracks on there. And I'll argue anybody to death on that. And I, I was always at, almost at the point where I was ready to say that still Brazy was better than my crazy life. But I'm like, yeah, I don't know if I can do that yet. Like, my Crazy Life was my album of 2014. Like, I love that album. That album and uh, Pharrell Girls. What's that what it was called? I don't, know, I don't remember. I probably sure remember if it was my album, but I'm the, yep, girl, Pharrell Williams Girl. Great album. But I think that even though my, my Crazy Life is good, I think I prefer... I've been rocking with Stay Dangerous pretty hard right now, so that's kind of what I'm on music right now. And I did listen to KJ's suggestion. I listened to uh, Jadena, 85 to Africa, and I rock with uh, Dispora Gold Link. Like KJ tried to say that Dispora Gold Link is the album of the year. I'm like, eh, eh. it was cool, but I wouldn't say all that. Like the album of the year to me still right now is uh, – Anderson Pack Ventura. So that's what I'm rocking with. And shout out to my homie Michael Pratt. I'm hella late, but he suggested this uh, Sturgill Simpson Sound and Fury album. And I added it to my, my list or screenshot or something like that. But Bomani Jones talked about it. I was like, oh, let me check it out. It's straight. It's cool. Like, I don't know. I'm not really deep into that genre. So apparently it's really good. So I'll probably rock with it and check it out again. But yeah. But it was interesting. So I listened to Gucci Man's latest album. And he has a song, his first track on there on uh, Waptober. Where is it at? 
His first track on October 2 features it features a NBA young boy and the uh, baby. So I posted a tweet talking about uh, NBA young boy and the baby got the same flow. And like, man, people were in my mentions talking about not even close. Like, fuck no. Like, you crazy. I'm like, well, to be fair, on that one particular song, they did kind of have the same flow. And to also be fair, I had never heard a NBA young boy song in my life, in my entire life. Like, I, I wouldn't know if you put a gun in my head and say, hey, is this NBA young boy rapping? I just shoot me because I don't know. But unlike most people, I will actually go to my title because I'm not a coon like Marcus Smith will still use an Apple. If I don't know about an artist, I will take the quick 10, 15 minutes and just listen to the top tracks like. Somebody was trying to like, I guess, slander Lizzo on the timeline because I kept seeing her pop in my time. I'm like, yo, who is this Lizzo person? And I'm like, you know what? I have modern technology. How about I just go to my iPhone, go to title and type in Lizzo and Lizzo got some joints like you may not like her aesthetically or maybe not like some of her antics or whatever, but she's a very talented artist and she has some great songs. Same with uh, NBA young boy. He's from New Orleans. He's, he's got some good music. He does a lot of things. A lot of people with his voice is pretty cool. And, uh, you know, I might be low-key a new fan of the young boy NBA. So whatever his name is. Like, because the only thing I'd ever heard about him was, like, he had herpes and he can't read or something like that. So, uh, I mean, not to judge book by its cover, but it kind of turned me away from it. You know, I mean, if you have herpes, like, God bless. But I was just like, eh, I don't, I don't know if this is for me. But you live and you learn. So, um, yeah. I think that's about enough for this because I have other stuff to do. I actually have homework due right now. That was the tragedy of my computer dying because I had started my paper on my old computer and it died. So I had to start all over again. So that was hella trash. But, you know, shit happens. But anywho, shout out to my sorry ass Atlanta Falcons. We're one in six. I know this isn't Dirty Burnation Report. Check that out. We just did an episode where we talked some stuff, but man, we are fucking trash. We are garbage. It is at this point, I can only make jokes of it. If you want to roast me, pull up my tweets, flame me. I don't care. It is what it is. It's Chase Young season. Let's get it. <sighs> Hashtag rising in the draft. But again, appreciate you rocking with us. We're actually, uh, we're actually trying to if you if you're a creative person, hit my DMs at SB Report 706. Trying to figure some things out. Um shout out to Naj. Shout out to Adopt Savage. <clears throat> shout out to El Chapa. Shout out to Marcus Nipples, KJ Dallas Kid. Everybody rocks with us, Crafty Cakes. Uh hmm. everybody out there, you know you are. I'm bad with memories and I don't like to take notes, so. Uh, I got a Grammy. He's the homie. Uh, uh. Oh, you know what? Real quick before I stop. Because when well, I was just thinking now, I was thinking about, you know, people in my DMs real quick. Actually, let me blow my nose. I can't. My nose is hella stuffy. Hold on.
All right. My nose has been cleared. So I was thinking about people to shout out real quick. And uh, I was like, damn, who, who do I usually talk to in my DMs? So shout out to Jalen. Shout out to the homegirl Alicia. Shout out to Ocho. Uh, Tribbles. The homie Haji Paji. Um, Keanu Banks. And I, I was scrolling through my my DMs, right? And I don't, I don't know if I'm a... Oh, okay. Never mind. He doesn't follow me no more, but so there's this dude, right? So again, I, I am by no means rich. <clears throat> I'm actually hashtag a broke boy, but you know, sometimes the trap is jumping and you know, I'll be like, yo, if you do this, I'll give you $20. Cause I mean, I'm an adult. Like sometimes I get an extra 20 to throw around to the TL. It's actually pretty fun. But I asked somebody to put like uh, music behind some funny video or something like that. And this dude, like, he did it for me, right? And I was like, bet. All right, cool. I appreciate it, man. Here's, here's $20 I said I'd give you because I'm not like these other weirdos in the timeline that'll be like, hey, if you follow me, I will give you $500. Just put your cash tag and retweet and follow. And I'm like, dog, do these people actually ever pay out? Like, First of all, it's weird that you do that. And second of all, it's weird that people would like actually think that somebody doesn't give you money for no reason. Like if it's like over it's like 50 bucks, like if you ever see me tweet, I'm gonna give away like a thousand dollars. Just know I've been hacked because fuck all y'all, I'm not giving y'all that much money. I mean, if I won the lottery or something like that, then probably, but like, yeah, not today. So, but anywho, so, oh, so I asked him to, to Photoshop, like, uh, a picture for me. And I sent him the money, right? And, like, right after that, dude just kept, like, asking me for more money. Like, he was, like, made, he had a story talking about he needed $10 to get, get a lift home. And uh, he was, like, oh, yeah, I'm stuck. I need more money. And you know what? I was, like, you know what? I'm feeling generous. You know, I got it. You know, the trap was jumping or whatever. So I sent them a couple extra dollars. So I'm like, hey, man, this dude might legitimately be in trouble. You know, it is what it is. But I sent the money. Then, like, the next day, he was like, yo, bro, could you spare me 10 to 15? I can get the spare tire. My whip is almost there. I'll make you another Photoshop or whatever. He's like, you know, sorry to ask, bro, if you can't understand. I'm like, yeah, okay, cool, you know. I was like, yo, how about you live tweet the podcast? You know what I'm saying? Like spread the word or whatever, like kind of praying for promo, which if you are a good promoter and you'd like to do that, hit me up. DMs are open. But uh, so, yeah, he's like, oh, I got you. Mind you, he never did it. He never live tweet the podcast, but that's neither here nor there. So then like the next day he asked for another $15. I'm like, bruh, like what the fuck? Like get your life together, man. Like. And I was like, bro, you ain't like tweet the pod or whatever. And I explained to him how to do it. And he, he still didn't do it or whatever. So whatever. Then like five days later, he asked for another $15 to get home. I'm like, bruh, like, what are you doing? Like, you got mad time to tweet, but you can't like get $15 to get home or whatever. Like, get your life together. Get your life together. But And I, the crazy thing was I was actually going to hook him up because I, I felt kind of bad, but... Like I had ran into some like some people scam my card or whatever, so I didn't get a debit card. 
So I couldn't cash app him. And dude, like, got kind of mad about it. I was like, dog. He's like, oh, you know, can you cash app me some money? You know, talking about I'll just walk. I'm like, bro. I'm like, yeah, I, I can't help you out, but blah, 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 blah. And then, whatever, he figured it out. And then three days later, and if you don't believe me, like, if you don't believe me, at me at SB Reports, and I will I will DM you the, the screenshots of these, these messages. Three days later, this fool said, can you help me with $9? I'm trying to buy my son Madden. So you mean to tell me you can't afford a couple of dollars? First of all, fam, you... How are you? How you got a kid at home? You can't get home. You can't get anywhere apparently. But you're prioritizing getting Madden for your child. Mind you, Madden is like sixty dollars. Like I don't, I don't know how this nine bucks was going to help in the grand scheme of things. But <clears throat> I say that say this that I'm going to have to do more research on this, but. I don't know if this has been coined yet, but, you know, if it hasn't, then I'm officially coining it. I've discovered that in the age of Cash App and, you know, saying all that stuff like digital pay and stuff like that, there's like a a generation of like not even generation, like a movement or a a crowd of e-bums, like e-peddlers, like. Like, when's the last time you saw somebody standing on the side of the road with, like, a cup or something like that or standing in the middle of the intersection with the sign? Like, it's, it's the 21st century. Like, modern-day problems require modern-day solutions. So if I'm broke, right, instead of standing outside in the cold all day, what I would do and what these people probably do do is they go to their local Dunkin' Donuts where they got, like, 24-hour Wi-Fi or McDonald's or whatever, and they uh, they search Cash App, right? Because, like, I'm sure at any point in time, if you Google, like, Cash App, there's somebody somewhere trying to give away money. And if you have an account, you know, it's it's no different than pedaling on the side of the road. Because if you put in enough work, like, for people to say, like, I will Cash App you money, you'll probably, you could probably get a couple dollars a day. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I like test that theory out yourself in your Twitter feed. Like, just be like, yo, I'm going to give away some money and just put, like, cash, hashtag Cash App. I guarantee you people come out of the world where it's like, oh, what do you need me to do? Here's my cash app, blah, 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 blah. Hook me up. You know, I need this, blah, 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 blah. Like, it's funny, but it's sad. It's very sad at the same time. So uh, shout out to all the e-bums out there. He he unfollowed me when I uh, stopped giving him money. So, you know, I, I hope he got his son Madden. And, uh, yeah, I man, that's very disgusting. Like, I hope it wasn't like the kid's birthday because that's mad dis- disappointed. Like, hey, man, my pops didn't get me Madden because he didn't beg hard enough on Twitter for money. But, you know, I'm not here to slander or judge. I'm just, you know, giving you all the facts. But that is officially all that I have. I have given you 31 minutes and 38 seconds of my time that I could be doing something else, but I am here with you. So I hope it is appreciated. So definitely retweet the podcast, share it with your friends. Uh, you know, have them join in on these uh, Christian-based conversations with the uh, committee. 
This is your boy, SB706. Damn, that's not even my ad no more. SB Reports 706. Archie Leash on Twitter. I'm out. Peace.